Welcome into the December 6th episode of the Locked On Leafs podcast. I'm Mike DiStefano with Dave Morissuti. Big game tonight. The Toronto Maple Leafs are in Dallas looking for the series sweep of the stars, the battle of the Robertson brothers. But all eyes are going to be on Mitch Marner as he looks to extend the point streak from 19 to 20 games and a player on his heels. Jason Robertson looking to get his streak from 18 to 19 those two will collide in this game tonight we will be breaking it all down all that more coming up on today's edition of locked on leaves your locked on maple leaves your daily podcast on the toronto maple leaves part of the locked on podcast network your team every day Hello and welcome into the Locked On Leafs podcast, your one-stop shop for all things Leafs. I'm your host, Mike DiStefano from TSN 1050 Toronto Radio, also known as Al's Brother, on TSN's Overdrive and TSN 1050's Leafs Lunch. Joining me, it's my co-host, Dave Morissuti from Sportsnet, also writer for the NHLPA. Locked On Leafs is a daily Maple Leafs-centric podcast, so be sure to subscribe for free. Wherever you get your podcast from, you can also now catch us up on YouTube. Just search up Locked On Leafs and get brand new content delivered to you each and every day, Monday through Friday. It's all Leafs all the time. That's Locked On Leafs up on YouTube. Uh, leave a like, subscribe, comment on the videos down below. Anything you'd like uh, would really, really appreciate it. All right, we got a game tonight, Dave, and uh, it's a pretty big one. Got the Dallas Stars in, uh, well, Toronto's in Dallas, rather, to cap off a quick two-game road trip. Uh, The battle of the Robertson brothers, but more so Robertson v. Marner, two of the hottest players, no, the two hottest players in the National Hockey League right now. Marner looking to score in his 20th straight game, get a point, rather, and uh, Robertson, scoring almost legitimately in, in 19 straight, but looking to get a point there as well. It's the first time between uh, a team has had a meeting of two players on on this long of a point streak heading into a game against one another. So that's pretty cool. Um, you know, what are you expecting out of, out of tonight's game between the Stars and, uh, and the Maple Leafs? Uh, you know what? The last game was like a close, like close game. So I'm, I'm wondering if we're going to see things open up a little bit more in this one because the stars were like struggling to put up a lot of goals. They were a really good defensive team. Um, So, and I know that the things have kind of changed a little bit for them with, uh, you know, with Jason Robertson playing so well and scoring as much. And I'm wondering if they're going to try to open things up offensively a little bit more in this one. They could, you know, where I'm kind of leaning. If you recall the last game, Austin Matthews was kind of beaten, battered, and bruised up in this game. And there's some speculation that he's still kind of reeling from that game. And that was a reason for kind of that slow month or so that he had from there until, I don't know, about a week ago where he started to finally put some goals in into the back of the net. And and I wonder if there's going to be any more of that here, if they're going to put pressure on Austin Matthews and if anybody is going to stick up for him realistically, even if, if Jamie Ben does decide to kind of get, uh, get dirty and get in there and lay the boom on Austin Matthews. So I'm curious as to how physical of a game tonight is going to be from that perspective. And uh, I mean, I, I'm, I'm, I guess we can get into the lineup changes that we are going to see here because I, for that reason, I am surprised to see that it looks like 
Wayne Simmons is coming out of the lineup just because he is one of those guys who you do expect to kind of go out there and, you know, do something if there is, uh, you know, an altercation of some kind comes up. Um, but SDA, Simeon Durarguchintsev, let's say that's how his name is pronounced potentially, uh, SDA as we all like to call him, is checking into the lineup. I mean, good for him. It's going to be his first game ever in the National Hockey League, and, and it's great that he gets a call-up and an opportunity here. But I almost question the uh, the timing of this. Why not wait until they come back home and do it on that home game on Thursday and allow Wayne Simmons to maybe play in a second straight game and perhaps be a little bit of a you know deterrent from some rough stuff out there. I don't know. What, what are your thoughts on that? Yeah, I mean, it wasn't surprising to see Wayne Simmons go into that game against Tampa because we know Tampa's got a lot of big bodies. They like to throw their weight around a little bit. So it wasn't surprising to see him get into this game. I was surprised that he's coming out. I mean, obviously really surprised that SDA got the call up. Like, that kind of came out of nowhere. We thought maybe, ooh, who got hurt? Who's he coming in for? It's like, no, they're just going to give him – looks like they're going to give him an opportunity, which all things considering, it's it, it, from what I've been reading with the Marlies and what I've been kind of following, he's, he's deserving. He's one of those guys that's kind of really – you know, made a good impression this season, 18 points in 20 games. I don't know if you remember when he was like first drafted, everyone again pointed to his, his lack of size, kind of that prototypical Leafs prospect that always got, um, always got drafted, but it's nice. It's nice to see these guys come in. I want to see what these guys can do. Then again, like against the stars, a bigger team, Maybe the Leafs just feel like they they need to go through the, go with the skill and go with the trying to get more uh, offense from the bottom six because it's still that that is still a work in progress. It's been the bo- top six that's been carrying this offense, which they should be, but we're not seeing the bottom six chip in as much as I think the Leafs want them to. Yeah, you need a little bit more supplemental stuff, um, absolutely, and I don't think you've seen that. And I think that was very evident actually in the game against the Tampa Bay Lightning where. You know, you look at at the end of the night and, and the three goals that were scored by Toronto were scored by the big boys. And then you look on the other end, well, who scored the goals for Tampa Bay? Well, you had Ross Colton score a goal. You had Vlad Nemesikov score a goal, right? You had Sorelli chip in with a couple of assists. You just had a whole bunch of guys up and down your lineup. I think Corey Perry had two helpers in that game as well. Um, but you're not quite seeing that out of the Maple Leafs. You know, a guy like Alex Kerfoot, you expect to see a little bit more from Pierre Engvall. We expect to see a little bit more from, um, you know, up and down the lineup. And maybe that's why you look at Dirk Rachinsev, who's a guy who might be able to provide a little bit of offense in the bottom six. Um, that's, I'm assuming, what they're hoping. Like, he's not a he's not a big bruiser by any stretch of the imagination. I mean, the guy's 5'10", 170 pounds is what I'm looking at on Hockey DB. Maybe he plays a little bigger than that. I haven't watched much Marley's this year, but to my knowledge, he, he has not or isn't that guy. But maybe he can, you know, put a little bit of uh, offensive flair in that bottom six and potentially come up with a little bit more offense um, from a depth position. As for the rest of the forward group, before we take a break and look at the defensive pairings, um, you know, it, it, it appears so the top six remains untouched. Bunting, Matthews, Nylander, Robertson going to remain uh, on that top line with Tavares and Marner. So he'll get an opportunity to play some top six minutes uh, in a game against his brother and Keep in mind, the last time that the Maple Leafs played the Dallas Stars, it was the Nick Robertson show. The guy scored two goals, including the overtime game winner. So he's going to have 
Uh, a lot of motivation to come out and perform tonight once again with his brother being on the other bench. So uh, I would you know, hope that this is a way for Robertson to kind of break out of the funk that he's had of late. I think he only had, like, since since that those two goals that he scored on opening night, his opening night, his debut, hasn't scored since, and I think he has two or three assists since then, two of which being second assists. So has not been a factor um, offensively for this team, which for Nick Robertson, he has to be to be in this lineup. But uh, maybe tonight's a, an opportunity for him to – um, you know, he's, he'll be motivated with his brother on the other end. And perhaps this could be his way to try and break back out onto the scene and try and get some confidence and then try and see if he can use momentum to, to pick up some steam here and put together a few solid outings in the next little week or two. Cause he has an opportunity now with Callie Yarncroft out for a little bit to kind of run with this opportunity. Hopefully tonight he can grab it and, and show Sheldon Keefe, Hey, I'm here. I'm here to stay and I can be a, a fixture here in this top six. Yeah, exactly. They, they need it, right? You know, I I know a lot of the talk from the start of the season till now has been about trying to maybe land a defenseman ahead of the trade deadline. It doesn't hurt to have depth. But I think, and I've been reading a lot of stuff online, I've been hearing a lot of people on Twitter say, you know what, maybe a forward is the way to go just because of how much offense the Leafs are lacking especially at five on five especially low in the lineup maybe a forward is the way to go and it would help if some of these of some of these guys that the Leafs call up like an art like an SDA like a like a Robertson maybe even an Alexander Kerfoot who's being paid three and a half million dollars to not take stupid penalties <laughs> could actually like chip in a little bit more offensively like yeah Nick Robertson that's what he, I know they're, they're trying to make him bring in that solid two-way foundation into his game. And that's very important, but he's also got to have that offensive confidence to know that he's got, he's got to drive it a little bit more. Like you're not going to get any better opportunities of being on that second line and playing with the Mitch Marner. I, I find it funny because I think they were asking, what's the six, key to success of playing with Mitch Marner? And he's like, get Mitch Marner the puck. But <laughs> I also think it's also Marner is going to be the one looking get for open. Yeah, get open. Find that soft spot in the ice because he will find you if you're open. And then with the shot that Nick Robertson has, he should be able to convert and finish. I've been hearing – I actually um, – Andrew D'Agostini, I think is his name, former Leafs goal, uh, Marley's goaltender. Yeah, Marley's – he's actually uh, – yes, yes, yes. Keep going. Uh, he was – I know he was talking to somebody I know about like you know, facing Leaf players at practice because he did that quite a bit actually in training camp and stuff. He said, other than Austin Matthews, he believes Nick Robertson has the second hardest shot on the Leafs team. Yeah, Matthews preseason. I mean, I don't know if he was just being uh, a good teammate, but he came out and said he has the best shot, including me, the hardest shot at the very least. Now, I think he was just being a little nice, obviously, yeah. but. I mean, that's something you're getting praise in like two, three days into training camp about having the best shot on the team. When there's a guy named Austin Matthews that is also on that team, a guy named William Nylander. The guy's nickname is Bill Nye, the wrist shot guy. And you got Nick Robertson taking some airspace being referred to as one of the best shooters on the team. So we just need to see it. You know what I mean? Like for a while now, it's been talked about. And I know he's still young. There's still a long ways to go in his development. But he has a real opportunity right now to try and do something to uh, 
to, to, to become a mainstay in this lineup. Like there is a spot there for him to grab. And if he doesn't grab it in the way that we've seen Sandy and Lilligren kind of grab it in the last couple of, couple of weeks here in the, in the uh, injuries to the blue liners, they may have to go elsewhere. Like you said, and maybe address that top six depth scoring position via trade. If the internal option isn't there, but that's going to be on Robertson to prove, Nope, I'm here. I got you. I got this. And tonight's a night where he can, try and get back on uh on uh, the winning ways okay dave why don't we take a quick break when we get back we can kind of talk about uh, the blue line changes because there's one change that is going to be made one player making his debut we'll tell you who that is in just a moment if you're i guess watching the show you probably saw up there the player that was on it but if you're listening via podcast form you'll find out in just a moment uh but first let me tell you about one of today's show sponsors and that is simply safe at Locked On Leafs. We believe uh, home should be where you and your family feel safest, especially over the holidays. This season, give yourself and your family the gift of peace and protection with the number one rated home security system, Simply Safe. Right now, Simply Safe is offering Locked On Leaf listeners 40% off a new security system, but don't put this off. Uh, I'm telling you guys, Simply Safe. It was named the best home security system by tw- of 2022 by U.S. News and World Report for a third year in a row. Uh, Simply Safe is a whole home security with advanced sensors for every room, window, and door. HD security cameras for inside and out. Smarter ways to detect motion that alert you when the threat is real, and even hazard sensors to detect fires, floods, and other threats to your home. 24/7 professional monitoring service costs under a dollar a day less than half the price of traditional home security systems. And with the top-ranked Simply Safe apps, stay in complete control of your system, arm or disarm, unlock for a guest, access your cameras, or adjust system settings anytime, anywhere. Don't miss your chance to say big on my favorite holiday security system. Get 40% off any new system at simplysafe.com slash LockedOnNHL today. That's simplysafe.com slash LockedOnNHL. There's no safe. Like Simply Safe. Welcome back into the Locked On Leafs podcast. I'm Mike DiStefano with Dave Morissuti. Um, we got the Maple Leafs in Dallas tonight taking on the Stars. Looking to get back on their winning ways after taking a, a loss to the Tampa Bay Lightning on Saturday night. But they did pick up a point, and that's now 11 straight games with a point. They haven't lost in regulation uh, since what, November 11th since they've, since they've lost. In regulation, yeah, November 11th since they've lost a game in regulation. So almost a full calendar month. They're just under a week away from getting to that mark, which is pretty incredible. Uh, and they'll look to do that again tonight. Why don't we look at the defensive pairings? Uh, because there is one small difference from the game tonight than there was over the weekend. Uh, Matt Hollowell, who's been a bit of a mainstay over the last five or so games, um, there was the uh, the talking point about how the team was undefeated with Mac Hollowell in the lineup. You can't take him out because, I mean, he just keeps winning games when he's in there. And he was actually starting to play decently well. Got caved in a little bit. The cracks started to show in his game against the tough competition of the Tampa Bay Lightning. He looks as though he will be coming out. Connor Timmins. Yes, this is not a drill. This is not a drill. Connor Timmins will, in fact, be making his Leafs debut tonight against the Dallas Stars uh, on the third pair alongside Victor Mete. So it'll be Mete Timmins, Sandy Lilligren, Gio, and Hall. But Connor Timmins, Dave, it's finally happening. He is finally cracking this Maple Leafs lineup, uh, an opportunity for him tonight. 
you know, he they just ruined my graphic last week when I had this out, and I I got so thrown off. I stopped making the graphic for the you know a few games just because of that. But I'm like, well because he played in practice, right? In practice, he was on the third pair, and Hollow was was the extra, and then in the game. He came out and he's like, "Now nah, we're gonna play Hollowell." But that's tomorrow, I think, or tonight, whenever you're listening to this today, I suppose it will be Timmons. Yeah, I, I, I think, yeah, they were looking for a reason to make that change, and he's had, he's, I mean, you're not gonna get any any more prepared, I think, for your debut at this point. I, it would have been nice if he did it at home when they were initially gonna do it against uh, San Jose. He would have likely have had family. In attendance, that's why I was a little disappointed too. But hey, you know what? Um, he's gonna get thrown right into it. I think he's gonna be on, you know, for sure, he's getting in when he's on the second power play unit. Yeah, that was the surprising part to see on the second power play unit just because you know that something like Lily Green could have been there. I know Gio has spent some time, yeah. there. so that that give that tells you that they're okay, like they're seriously gonna have him in the lineup this time. And it's nice. I want to. I've been waiting for you know two weeks to see what this guy can do. He's not going to get. I don't think he's going to play a lot. I think like the over under will probably be like, in my opinion, will be twelve minutes. Knock on wood. There's no injury and he's not forced to play more. That's how I kind of see it going. But yeah, I mean, we. I I just haven't seen enough of Connor Timmons like tape to know exactly what to expect. But I mean. If he brings what Mac Hollowell brings, but maybe elevated a little bit more, I'll be uh, I'll be happy. Well, he's got the he's got a little bit of size, so we talk about playing a bigger team in the Dallas uh, Dallas Stars. I guess I was a little bit, um, you know, a little bit surprised ish to see them take out Simmons for SDA, but that it take Hollowell out for Timmons makes a little bit more sense, especially when you're thinking about you're going to be playing. Um, on the road, you won't have, you won't be able to dictate matchups as much. So you don't want to have a guy like Hollowell have to play like a Mason Marchment or a or a Jamie Ben or any of these bigger players. Um, you'd rather have someone who's, you know, six foot two, 205 pounds out there, um, you know, laying lumber, being a lumberjack and boxing guys out in front of the goal, as opposed to Matt Hollowell, who would be a much tougher task for him. So I think it makes sense. It's kind of a matchup, a better matchup, I guess, for, for to, to have Timmons playing here instead of Hollowell, who seemed to get exploited by that the other night against a, a bigger and tougher Tampa team. So makes sense to me. Um, Sandin and Lilligren, Gio and Hall, they continue to play excellent hockey. Excellent hockey, man. These two uh, are, are playing really well right now. Um, I actually have some, some statistics that I pulled up just to kind of talk about how well that they're playing and keeping pucks out of the net. Since TJ Brody's injury, Dave, Timothy Lilligren and Rasmus Sandin have played 132 minutes at five on five, which is quite a lot uh, playing, you know, top four minutes. But of the uh, all defensive pairs who've played, um, I think it was 50 or more minutes together this through this stretch since Brody's been out since uh, November 12th, Sandin and Lilligren have been on the ice for the seventh least amount of goals at five on five. Not bad. Not bad. Not bad. Giordano and Hall, very similar numbers. Um, 152 minutes at five on five. And they've been on the ice for 1.18 goals against per 60 at five on five, which is good for 11th in the NHL. So right now, two of their top, two of their 
well, yeah, both of their top four pairs, I suppose, are top 11 pairs in the NHL when it comes to uh, being on the ice for goals against per 60 at five on five. And when you talk about Gio and Hall, they're getting the tough minutes. They're getting the tough assignments playing against the, the team's best players most times, um, uh, and especially at home. And of the pairs above them on that list of, of top 10 pairs in the National Hockey League, only one have averaged more D-zone starts than Gio and Hall. So just to goes to show that, uh, you know, it's even more impressive that they are 11th in the NHL with having the second hardest minutes, I suppose, um, of all defensive pairs in the National Hockey League. So they've been exceptional, and it looks like TJ Brody's kind of getting closer, too. He took part in practice, full-team practice today, not going to play in the game. Um, but, you know, I think it's it's he's going to be close to, to returning. Morgan Riley will be returning in a couple of weeks, and this team and this blue line will start getting healthy. Hopefully the team can continue to play the way that they play, and uh, we'll see what this group can do. We'll see what this team can look like uh, when fully healthy and playing a complete team buy-in defensively. We'll see what it looks like. All right, we'll take one more quick break, Dave, when we get back. Um, go through our three keys to the game like we do ahead of every single game. Uh, I'm Mike DiStefano with David Morris Studio. Listen to Lockdown Leafs Podcast, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network. Welcome back into the Locked On Leafs Podcast. I'm Mike DiStefano with Dave Morissuti. We're hosts here at Locked On Leafs. If you haven't already and you're enjoying what you're listening to and it's your first time uh, with us, hopefully you, you uh, enjoyed enough to subscribe to us, whether you're listening via audio form, wherever you get your podcasts, or you're out listening to us or watching us on YouTube, uh, you could also hit subscribe because, Dave, there's still tons of people who watch this on a, on a daily, on the daily. They watch these podcasts and are not subscribed. The amount of non-subscribers that listen and watch our show each day is astounding to me. I mean, I appreciate it if you're one of those people. We can subscribe. It hurts, guys. It hurts. It pains me. We got to beat Locked On Canadians. That's the thing. We're racing Locked On Canadians to 5,000 subscribers. We're up over 2,000. We're trying to get there. They're moving along pretty swiftly. We got to get there. You can't let us lose to the Locked On Canadians hosts. We can't. No. And if we do, I don't know what I'm going to do. I don't know what I'm going to do about myself if that happens. <laughs> All right. We get the Leafs and Stars game tonight. Puck drop will be at, uh, is it 830? 830. 830. Yeah. So you got a little bit of a, a yeah, not a full late West Coast game, but a half late West Coast game. But it'll go a little bit longer than usual. Um, all right, Dave. So the Leafs ended up with a overtime victory against this club last time they played in Toronto. What are the keys to victory for the team to try and complete the sweep of the Dallas Stars this season and win this one in Dallas tonight? It's going to be tough, but you got to make the goal is to stop Jason Robertson. It hasn't been easy. No team has been able to do it over the last 18 games. But that would be a good start for me. Yes, I would say that's a good start. That is a key, a good key, if you can stop him. If you can stop him. Um, or at least limited him to maybe only one goal as opposed to a hat trick, which he almost seems to be getting, you know, every three games at this point. The guy is just unbelievable right now. But, yeah, try and limit him as, as much as possible, obviously. Um, 
and 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 a way that I think this team also you can try and win is is with speed. Not to say that they are like an incredibly slow team, but they got a lot of big boys. They got some older bodies out there. So if you can play with good speed, and especially through the neutral zone, you might be able to catch them flat footed a little bit and um, might be able to get some odd man rushes. And we're seeing a lot more rush chances and rush goals come from this Leafs team. Um, and I think that's because they are starting to play with speed and get those opportunities. So if they can continue to do that, I think that's a way to, to kind of beat this team in particular, these Dallas stars, uh, Dallas stars club. So that's one other key I have play simple, play a simple game, right? That's really when the team starts to get fancy and they start to try these, you know, two, three line passes. They start the cute backhand sauce. Like they, this is when this team gets in trouble. But when they just tape to tape, skate on the pucks, skate with speed, use high IQ plays, you know, chip out the chip off the boards, that kind of stuff, put it off the glass, chip and chase. This is when the team is at their best. This is when they're succeeding. Play simple, simple hockey. And typically good things are happening for this club. Because when they're simple, they're focused. When they're focused, it means that they're not making mistakes and they're winning hockey games. That's another key for me. How about you? I don't know if you remember the last time the Toronto Maple Leafs were in Dallas. Uh, a certain some player had a little bit of history. I had a great game. Mr. Austin Matthews mm. scored two goals in this game, including we talked about how bad they've been in overtime. He had probably one of the nicest overtime winners I've seen a Leafs player score. To set the record, because I remember he set the record for most goals by a Leafs a Leaf player in a season. Then he goes and scores another goal. To I think he set the new record for goals by an American-born player in the NHL in the same game. Yeah. So Austin Matthews needs to recreate a little bit of that magic. I think he needs to atone for how that overtime game against the Lightning went. So, Austin Matthews, let's see if uh, your return to Dallas brings a little bit of that uh, pizzazz back. You know, it's funny how there has to be a distinction between American Mm -hmm. and American-born, by the way, because Brett Hall classifies himself as an American player, and Brett Hall had, what, 86 goals the one year? So that's an American record, but American born. He was not born there. He was born in Ontario as a good Ontario boy, but had dual citizenship and decided to represent USA internationally and goes as down as an American player when, uh, when speaking about hockey. So I have to make that distinction. American born player. Um, Born and bred in the USA, man. Yep. Born and bred in the USA. That's right. Um, should be a good one tonight, though. Like I'm, I'm, I'm excited about it. I think, you know, when when you look at you, we're getting to watch two of the NHL's best premier players at the moment, right? Like you've got Marner and Robertson riding 19 and 18 game point streaks. You know, I think it's it's pretty neat. It's nothing that we've ever seen before in hockey history. Something like that. So it'd be pretty cool if they can both kind of keep it going, I suppose. Matt Murray's going to get the start, by the way. So his second start, so a consecutive game for him. And then uh, I think he said that uh, Samsonov's going to play on Thursday when the Kings come to Toronto. So he'll get back-to-back starts, try and right the ship after a tough uh, overtime goal he gave up the other night to uh, to Kalorn against Tampa. But he gets another game to try and correct himself. And rectify that tonight against the Stars. We'll see how it goes. 
Um, we'll see if Marner can uh, make it 20 in a row as well. Should be a fun one. All right, Dave, that'll do it for us here today on the podcast. I'd like to thank you all for listening and supporting the show. You can subscribe to the Locked On Leafs podcast on all podcasts and platforms to receive daily Leafs content. Follow myself on Twitter at Mickey underscore Canuck. Follow Dave at D underscore Morissuti. Also follow the show at Locked On Leafs. Uh, that'll do it for us here tonight. We'll uh, be back with another one for you guys tomorrow. We'll be recapping the game against the Stars. Hopefully the good vibes can t- continue to roll. But until then, keep it locked right here on Locked On Leafs.